0: She still doing out there? I C U P. Spell I cup Austin. No. <laughs> I C U P. Funny <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> I don't know why the funny rainbows follow up. Yeah, I, right. I always, I always thought that part of the joke wasn't funny. Uh, it, it's not a joke. That's the confusing part. Yeah. Like, w- why say funny rainbows? Why not? Or like funny n- colors? Oh, funny colors. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Spell I cup and say... funny colors. Yeah. Wow, we got him. Hey, Austin, we got him good. Say sofa, and then say king. Sofa king. <laughs> nice. Say uh, no sofa king. Good. Yeah, I I I don't swear, Austin. Uh, not not on purpose. Yeah, but you're gonna get tripped oh. eventually. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm saying sofa king, <sighs> good. then it's so fucking good then it's fine yeah 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 you just got to intonate the correct way do you think so say for example you're on something uh that you're not allowed to swear like something that is for for say children um babies okay babies do you think um do you think you'd, you'd be allowed to say that say what exactly jamie uh sofa king Cause, I mean, as a baby like 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 uh <laughs> so say you're on like a, a television show that uh, it's a uh, rated g it's a oh a rated g do they even do they make rated g content anymore yeah i don't think so Wait. i think pg is the new name of the game you think everything on tv is pg for the most part yeah pg is uh so like kids shows are all pg for the most part yeah i don't think that's true uh it's like well pg means parental guidance advised or something like that so that's such a broad term that like spongebob was pg for example no it wasn't yeah it was it was g no it wasn't i it was g no i I don't believe you yeah i say lies because spongebob didn't swear anything i think that's the tipping point dude pg you don't No, there's no swearing in pg movies yeah there is no there isn't not anymore there was twenty years ago, but not anymore, Jamie. God. There's no way PG loves swearing anymore. Well, they get away. With I a... will swear on my coffin. They get away with like "damn" and like "ass" and stuff. Whereas like stuff that's G doesn't say anything. Only like if that. it's uh, anatomically correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you just kicked me in my ass. Yeah, but they can't call someone. Yeah, it, they that... can't call someone an ass. That's PG-13 material right there. Yeah. I don't know. I think... No, dude. Those those things are only getting more and more strict. Uh, oh, like TV ratings. Yeah, dude. It, yeah. Everything's more strict. Anything for kids isn't fun anymore. It's all debauchery. Yeah. It's all ruined. Yeah. It's meandered. <laughs> Mangled. Uh, yeah. I I, I want to watch a 14 plus episode of SpongeBob where he's just like, like, God damn it, Squidward. <laughs> 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 That'd <it'd> be great. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Sandy, are we gonna get squirrely in bed or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that would still be fourteen, I think. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, it'd be like they're drinking, and then like Sandy would just be like, "Dude, SpongeBob, fuck me." Yeah, yeah, he goes to the Krusty Krab for a a, a pint. And nice. then on his break, he smokes and, and he goes smokes. out, and smokes a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, he has like kelp cigarettes. Patrick, or Patrick is finally what it's heavily implied he is. You know, he's outside smoking weed. Yes, yeah. when yeah. he goes to parties, he does coke. Yes, <laughs> <Sponchal. laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess Actually, you know what? No, Patrick's definitely more of a an M kind of guy. Yeah, just hitting just, up M at parties. Yeah, he does Molly. He does. He uh, smokes weed for sure. <laughs> He's just very, very uh, burnt out. That guy, and he likes to do both at once because it mellows him out. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's why. <laughs> and that's why he. And he can't really hold a job either. I don't <laughs> yeah. think. He he's still unemployed. Yeah. Yeah, what does uh, I guess I guess I was about to say, like, how does he pay his bills, but I guess he just lives under a rock. <laughs> hey, Jamie, you you're assuming that there's a functioning government in underwater. Now it there is, because there's police. And there's, so and there's for a there king. to be police, there has to be a government paying for those police. Yeah, and there's a king. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie had uh Neptune. Yeah, so my assumption would be that he gets an exemption or his family has lived under that rock for millennia. He's on he's on <laughs> and, he's on welfare or something. Well, or or his parents have just had that rock forever, so he just yeah, it's inherited. Yeah. Inherited to him. His dad lived there. His granddad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I guess he's getting his. Uh, there's like a the new, mortgage is paid off. Yeah, I guess that's that probably is what's up then. Well, okay, this is dumb. Uh, I really don't like this, but they're they're making a Patrick show, like a spinoff show. And he and he wears a shirt in it. weren't you the one I was talking to about? Where the creator of SpongeBob who died, his number one rule was: I'm never going to make any any spinoffs of SpongeBob. And the moment he dies, within two years, they create spinoffs. I don't think we were talking about that, but yeah, that's okay. I was talking to somebody about that. I, w- I just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's awful. It, it doesn't take long. Yeah. The creator dies, you know, all the ideas and brilliance, and then they go, you know what, let's just... Everything he said, his golden rules... Just piss on his grave. Yeah. yeah. You what, do you what else is gold? Piss. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I didn't know that, but that's even worse. Yeah, so they're just disrespecting him, and and Patrick wears a shirt now. Like, that's stupid. Oh, you know what? It, even just in general, it, it's the whole, like, idea of... There's no the re okay. I will say there's an interesting thing I've noticed about uh, the modern day when it comes to video and archiving or creative content is how do you manage people using you post mortem? Yeah. Because, okay, so here's a great example, okay, because I watch a lot of fitness stuff, and there's some guy, I'd, I had no idea who he was. I just see him, because now, now my whole front page is just determined by Google algorithms, Arnold right? Or Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> have you heard of Arnold? Yeah, you never. Uh, but yeah, now everything's Google algorithms, so I get all these random things, right, that I don't watch, but they keep feeding it to me because they think, oh, you like fitness. You're going to like this. Yeah. Uh, so, But it's, there's like this one guy who passed away five years ago, And now there's YouTube channels that just make meme videos. Yeah, and they only use this one person who's dead, and they make money off of it Hmm. and make memes. Wow. Now I kind of think is that in good faith? Even if you liked them, to make money off of clips of someone who's passed away, and you're modifying their content that that they created. Yeah. Well, it's like I feel like that's that's weird to me. Yeah. You know. Well, it's yeah. When people own the estate of someone, like. And that's a, that's a thing for music too, like um, record companies. When an artist dies, and they just well, they're well, actually Jamie. They're big enough that they have an estate. I'm just talking about someone, just casually. Like let's okay, let's say uh, we let's say we're real neighbors. Okay, we pass away. We have one super fan for reasons unknown. Yeah, I d- don't know it's why. Beyond, would, yeah, beyond my understanding. Be. But yeah. they take our content and they modify it and make money off of it after we're dead. Mm-hmm. We both die in like a terrible train crash or something. Yeah. Um. At, is that- at at two separate occasions. Like I <laughs> I I go first, I take a train somewhere it happens, and somehow you also get on a different yeah, train. Yeah, what happened is you pass away first, I mourn you, and then I I I travel back to where I, I live on a train and I die on that train. In the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and then someone but then and then someone takes us post mortem and manipulates the stuff we made. Yeah. You know, that to me I feel conf- I feel like that's not good. I feel like that's bad. <laughs> uh, this is just my cursory what, thoughts from what do, what last do, week. What do I care? I'm dead, though. No, I'm just kidding. I, I get why that. Yeah, that's that's kind of fucked. Like that's a moral issue for sure. Uh, but uh, also, what so, do, yeah, how the are they modifying way, it? Like in what way? Oh, so well, they're just making it memes. You know, yeah. like this. You know, like uh, taking just any footage and you know, like just little adding clips. strobe lights and yeah. you know text and all this. This you know just yeah memes bullshit yeah. right? Yeah. Uh so. And you kind of think, obviously, they've passed, they passed away five years ago, so they have no say in it. So the, their content is just constantly being adjusted. And not only that, the thing I don't like is when you make money off of that. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird to me. But Well, what's worse than that, though? At least when people are putting edits over these videos, at least they're putting some effort into it. What I don't like is uh, there's people who just commentate on videos, and some of them are so lazy the way they're commentating oh you're talking about the seen, over fatigue of reactions yeah reaction videos i've seen uh, i've seen a lot where there's food reaction videos and stuff and it's pretty much these already like basically people are making these like preparing food videos that are already popular in their own right and then people just take these clips and watch them and the whole time they're just like oh that looks good And then they're just like letting the video play out pretty much, making like the most basic commentary on it. And then they're getting tons of views because people are kind of just watching the original footage and they're making money off it. Like I've seen that so many times. Now, keep in mind, though, that the reason that doesn't bother me very much is because I've already accepted that the world is not fair. Yeah. Like when you really think about it, back in the day, if you wanted to make anything that people make on YouTube now, it took a shitload of work. You -hmm. needed like a 35 mil tape. You needed a camera, like everything was done with analog. There wasn't editing software. Yeah. That was fucking brutal. Then you, when you really think about that, then you like work your ass off, ninety hours a week for thirty years. You're a director, and you go on YouTube, and there's these people making videos in like a, every day or two. Yeah, of just some random bullshit. Like I visited Japan. Yeah. Uh, from their perspective I could see why they'd go That's fucking lazy Yeah Now we're just We're just kind of One step down In it's a generation a, It's even Shitting on the sh- Really shitty content It's even you know? lazier Yeah Well again Because I would still argue Even if someone's making Some like travel vlog Where they're Filming themselves in Japan At least they're putting Some effort I'm just Yeah Some of, some of the reactions Are they're very lazy yeah it, it's, yeah it seems like It's unnecessary To even say They're just like That looks good I've never actually tried that. <laughs> just, I know. You know what? It's like, okay, what what, what, uh, what, are people gaining from watching this person's input over this video? I think it's psychological. Like, I think... Uh, I actually... I do think, in the grand scheme of things, it's not very healthy. I think it gives you the sense of you're in a friend group but you're not a part of it. Yeah. You know, like if there's a group of four people you're watching, you're number five somehow and you're sitting there in the same room. Yeah. And I actually, well, I will say that I do like that feeling. What I watch s- content like that. and I, I wouldn't like, say that's unhealthy per but se. I, well, I think it's only unhealthy if uh, you're like, so like, let's say we're in like the situation we are now where you can't really socialize much and see people. Yeah. Um I'm just, I, I just, I definitely view it as you just need to constantly keep engaging people and get out there, mm. and keep meeting people and making friends mm. instead of being comfortable. Yeah, I think, I think it's not good to be too comfortable. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, if someone, that's just a, it, a issue in its own right. If someone just doesn't meet people or do anything, I mean, obviously, people can have a healthy balance of enjoying entertainment and still seeing people yeah because i i've I've seen a lot of those uh those people saying shit like you know i love watching this stuff because humans are terrible people yeah yeah and i'd never leave my house because everybody sucks (laughs) yeah well that's yeah that's just a problem in its own right i'm not i don't buy that shit that whole like that's super nihilistic (laughs) everyone everybody sucks sucks. no i'm not i don't i don't believe that for i don't know man prove it Prove to me that people don't suck. You know what, Jamie? Later tonight, 10 p.m. in negative 12. Yeah. I'm gonna walk by somebody and I'm gonna say high five and put my hand up. Yeah. And if they high five me, you're wrong about everything. All right, we'll see. You'll probably get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> high five, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's how I really die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then, then I'll probably go the same way, and then, and <laughs> <laughs> in, in a week or two. No, no. You well, you get stabbed shortly afterwards. Yeah, because and- you're in the middle of being in shock. Like, oh my god, you just got stabbed, and then he comes up and stabs you. In, well, in your honor uh even if i survive my stab wound then later i'll in your honor i will say i remember he tried to show me that the world was good <laughs> so i will tr- i will tr- try one more time and ask someone to- for a high five and then i too will be stabbed i will be open minded like he was and then i'll get stabbed i want to believe in people they- <laughs> <laughs> high five <laughs> then i get shot <laughs> gun down yeah they don't like the way you're approaching them <laughs> yeah like uh, it's self defense. I thought the guy was gonna hit me. He had his hand raised. He was looking at me. Mm. He was making eye contact. He was fidgeting his hand around in his pocket. Yeah. Looked like he was gonna smack me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, looked like he, had, he looked like he had a knife or something. Yeah. That's that'd be a way to go. Nah, there could be worse ways to go. I'll take it. Yeah. Did you know did you know if you stab someone in the winter, steam comes from the wound? It has to be pretty damn cold. Yeah. But like I mean, else. I do believe that, because guess what, Jamie? Steam comes out of your mouth when you breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I I I used to love that just, like, when I was younger. I'm just like, I'm smoking. I know, role-playing. Yeah. Or, Warping. I'm a dragon. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the That's days cool. when the most mundane life things were still entertaining? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's, uh, breathing cold air. Yeah. Yeah. I actually recall the first time I really gave it attention. I was... Waiting for the bus And I was I noticed my breath I was like Whoa I remember even talking To my mom about it I was like What is that And then she was like Yeah that happens When it's cold I remember (laughs) I actually remember Having like the first experience The eh? first realization That that happens Yeah Wow wow Yeah Pretty Pretty uh, crazy memory I don't know I feel like anything Again I've said this many times But anything I remember When I lived in Petrolia I know I was like Very young I was under seven I would have been like that's pretty good I, Five or six I only have distinct memories of being six Anything before that it starts to cut off mm-hmm. I got like little blips But Yeah I remember and I you... only remember six because I moved to Sarnia Yeah So that was notable at the time Yeah, exactly Moving almost like makes your memories more like solidify more Because you you have like a point of reference of when yeah. it was different And not only that, we drove We drove from BC to Sarnia when I was yeah, six Yeah, I forgot you. Just, so you were born in BC uh born in Toronto okay then I was when I was less than a year old we flew to BC and I lived there for 5 years mm, okay and then we drove back took 3 days so I remember a bit of the drive and I remember we got here and I remember we lived with my cousins uh for like a couple like maybe even a month I can't remember now but yeah yeah crazy times man crazy times yeah but I so it's nice cuz I do have those very specific memories because of that was special in my mind, yeah, um, <clears throat> something uh, kind of uh, I guess on the top of like nostalgia. I remember uh, I actually just saw a post about Skrillex. <laughs> Someone, uh, so I, I was looking at a. a Is Skrillex still around? A, I doubt it. I don't know, but um, there was a. It was a Twitter page. It was called. Um, Obama era right wing memes because it, it's ba- it was kind of like ironic <laughs> like it's like those like that's a lot it was like Obama's the antichrist like those kind of memes yeah and it was yeah. like it, it was a page that it exclusively posted stuff like that and it was actually really funny like looking through it because it was all this just. Really over the top, like Obama's the devil, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But they're all like actually from like 2014 and stuff. But anyway, they that on that page they posted a random picture of Skrillex. It was like a joke made fun of Skrillex. I was like, man, I haven't thought about Skrillex in a long time. So I still remember when he was new wave. He felt very, you know, modern. Yeah. Like wow, this is the new music now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, that 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 got me thinking. Uh, so, my I was with my sister, and I uh, I was like, "Do you know who Skrillex is?" And she was like, "No." <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that, yeah, that I realized I realized just how small of a blip that trend was. Dubstep. I realized that it. It kind of came. I remember in high school it was really popular for about three, four years. And yeah, then it just sort of disappeared. Four years. Yeah. Who was the other big one? Not as big as Skrillex. Oh. There's the other guy. He wore the mouse head. Dead mouse. Yeah, dead mouse. Yeah. Yeah. I and I used to kind of have a phase where I kind of liked some dubstep. I you know, shamelessly. Uh, I, I used to like dead mouse too. You liked the uh, the aesthetics. I yeah. remember you. I remember you having. I don't know if you had clothing or something, but you had something that with like Dead Mouse on it somehow. Yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to like Dead Mouse, but I think you just liked the head. I did. The well, head thing. Yeah. I, I like the music too. I honestly, there's a couple of songs I would still say are pretty good. Uh, "Raise Your Weapon" by Dead Mouse. I, I still think that's a dude. Cool song. I don't know any of the names. Yeah, I think that's a cool song. But I uh, was there. I heard it, but you know, yeah, I wasn't going home running onto LimeWare <laughs> going, you know, how do <laughs> yeah. how do I get the latest tunes? Yeah. But anyway, it just it just blew my mind that that was such a blip. Like that trend didn't last long because my sister's fifteen, and I asked her, I was like, "Do you even do you know what dubstep is?" She was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, wow, like I know. I'm actually. Do, it's yeah. it's weird. Like that that you would think. I don't know. I just I assume people still knew what it was. But yeah, it literally is not popular. Anymore and you at can all. never you can never fault the innocence of youth. You know, and, if you ask someone who's younger the. They can't bullshit you Because they're just like Nah I just wasn't around at the time just Never heard it <laughs> Yeah So I, I Looked up uh, Skrillex Scary monsters And nice sprites Which, which was his biggest song and uh all yeah like it's yeah I I I know the song. I don't know exact I w- if you put it on for like 5 seconds I would know the song. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's that's pretty much how it sounds but um that was definitely the biggest dubstep song but all of the comments were just where people saying this reminds me of uh when I was in high school and they it was all just this is very nostalgic all the comments said that and i was like it's just funny that it was such a blip that everyone in the comments is just pointing out that it was such a small fact. Jimmy, i can and feel and i can feel you wearing away as you're like you're outside smoking a cigarette <laughs> looking at the comments going like <sighs> the good old days <laughs> yeah. i'm getting worn out <laughs> yeah honestly i i do remember kind of having a phase where i liked it but yeah, we had a lot of really lame phases, man. Yeah, we had uh, the metalcore. Metalcore was so big. Metalcore and dubstep to me are it's in a similar vein cause, uh, I feel I really feel like though that metalcore was never as big as dubstep, but M- dubstep died way harder than metalcore did. Mm-hmm. Metalcore still has a. There's still a fan base. They're still kinda. around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there still is fans of dubstep. Like, the EDM festivals, I think, still play dubstep, kind of. Here and there. I, yeah. I will say this. I never... Like, when you said Skrillex, I haven't heard the name Skrillex. And no, no. I can't even remember the last time I thought about Skrillex. So, like, yeah. they're they're definitely not prominent. <laughs> no. I used to listen to another one, Bass Nectar, I think. <laughs> Bass Nectar. Interesting. I, I, re- I looked that up today, too, just because I, I just remembered dubstep all of a sudden. I was like, man, like, this is such a... Doesn't really age well, like I I and I put it off my sister just as a joke, and I could tell she was like, "What is this?" Because <laughs> again, I yeah, so I don't know, very just of its time, like it just very brief. Man, I will say this is I feel like our whole generation, and actually just want to up you. Know what, I would say the last twenty years, the entire summary of it to me is just boredom. Mm-hmm. We're just like the generation of we're bored. We don't have any, like, significant wars to fight. We yeah. don't have any, you know, like, crazy, like, you know, like, like the, a lot of the songs, like, you know, like, when I was listening to, uh, just to throw a obvious one, for example, like, Pink Floyd, The Wall is about his dad in World War II. Yeah. It's like, what are we singing about, you yeah. know? Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, my parents sucked. <laughs> Drugs or uh, Drugs and, and my <laughs> hookers. My city doesn't have recycling. <laughs> you know, like, the, yeah. I, I do feel that the last 20... Like, I would say for the most part, there's been some great tunes and stuff like that. There's yeah. no doubt. But for the most part, I think our music is just pretty bored. Yeah. We're just yeah. bored. Well, again, like, I, there's some music that is intentionally meaningful, and they think of... The, they work on the lyrics. And There is music that people make purely for fun, which, again, I would say a lot of electronic music uh, without... The electronic music that doesn't have a lot of lyrics, typically, it's just made for... For entertainment, obviously, they're not like trying to make a big stance. So, but yeah, 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 but yeah, like yeah, no, I don't know, and I guess, uh, but even, yeah, and even not, yeah, and you are, you are right. It's not like everything has to be meaningful, very intense, yeah, and uh, but. I do definitely appreciate when things are, but yeah, but it it really does show a very special pocket of time, like though that kind of music, yeah, because you think, wow, that was a very special moment in I, a lot of ways. I would like to but picture a, a dubstep song about his dad being in the war, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> World War Three, and it's like it's just afterwards like, Gun it's like gunshots, uh, it's like wham, 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 wham. <laughs> or just like yeah, it's like modern pop, but it's yeah. about World War Three, yeah, <laughs> just like. yeah about how like you know like all like yeah like all you like both your brothers and one of your sisters died in the war and it's like it's just like some ridiculous like pop song they're sampling like uh speeches at like veteran stuff like and remembrance (laughs) day speeches and stuff and then they're just sampling it and then every now and then the beat drops again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'd be good. That would just really generic drum sound. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what song is that? That sounds, that sounds Dude, like that, a real I'm, song. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know <a> why? <laughs> it's just a really. Oh no, wait, no, I, that's by Cream. Now, now you're yeah. just doing "Sunshine of Your Love." <laughs> no, yeah, I was, er, I was thinking that's, of Cream. That yeah. song, yeah, "Sunshine okay. of Your Love." Right, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what it sounded like you were doing. <laughs> now I forgot what I did because you <laughs> overrode it with an actual song. Yeah. I was just going for a very generic sounding song. Yeah, which I don't. Th- yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to say that song's generic or anything. C- cream is just the whole band's just full of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cream is as boring as it gets. <laughs> no just bland milk toast. Yeah. <laughs> Just no creativity there at all. A bunch of hacks. Cream, more like expired cream. (laughs) Cream. More like milk. (laughs) More like yucky. (laughs) You're getting a kick out of that, eh? Oh man. Yeah. That's uh yeah. (laughs) Fuck Cream. Everybody write that down. That's the the end of the rant. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, like this music generation, we're struggling. Cream is just dog shit. (laughs) Fuck Cream. (laughs) In particular. It's all about Skrillex. (laughs) I actually would not. Dude, I feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like it would be impossible to make like yeah, like if World War Three happened, I'm like, with the way music is just developed and produced right now, I don't see how it could possibly feel genuine. Yeah, I know that. I mean, I know that's closed minded of me, but well, I think there's a lot of uh, rap and hip hop that takes on serious topics. So I think I think people could still, but it, I mean, yeah, maybe only. I think at this point, I, it's actually crazy for me to say, but I'm not huge in rap, but I do feel. It is the most soulful genre right now, currently, because yeah. everything else is just not hitting for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because like, yeah, I can see Kendrick writing a pretty. Oh yeah, writing some. Oh dude, like song I freaking. About it. I love to pimp butterfly man. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's my it's it's the only like rap album I have in my library, and I and I still listen to it sometimes. It is good because to me, as I, I've already said it before, but to me, it's a genre breaker. Yeah, it goes beyond rap. It's. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. What year did that come out? Now. It's been a 2015. while. 2015, and do you know how you're always gonna remember that, Jamie, the black or the berry. I'm the biggest hypocrite of 2015. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I th- that's weird that I thought it came earlier because. Oh, Excuse me. Um, I, I know in high school I knew someone who. Told me to check out Kendrick Lamar, but that, I guess that must have been before *To Pimp a Butterfly*. Yeah, he, he had two, uh, one or two albums. Might that. have been *Good Kid, Mad City*. Was that one older? Yeah, that's the one with the Eiffel Tower one or whatever. Yeah, so I maybe my friend was telling me to listen to that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, he's been around for a while, but yeah, that, I th- I don't even know if *To Pimp a Butterfly* was his biggest album, like biggest breakout. I think it was, or *Damn*, *Damn* was pretty big. Yeah, yeah so but mm. I think like in terms of albums, that was a very good album. Mm-hmm. But you know what, man, I. I listen to, uh, like, there's this guy on YouTube, his name's uh, Rick Beato, mm-hmm. and he's like a, you know, a, a bit of an older producer guy. And actually, I do appreciate that he's very open-minded about music, because yeah. he does give a lot of music right now a fair chance. But he does like a thing where he listens to like the Spotify top ten. Mm-hmm. And he's a musician, right? So he just quickly he learns the chords like right on the spot and goes, Oh, I like how they went from the one to the four there and stuff like that, or I like how they went to the minor four. Yeah. Stuff like that. But like he figures out the songs in thirty seconds. Oh yeah. Thing, right? Yeah. Wow. And uh but it's it really shows how like all the songs, like the chord structures, all of it is very similar. Mm-hmm. It's almost all the same now. They're all just Yeah. I I actually uh I watched a video um uh I'm sorry yeah I uh, I watched a video uh basically it was talking about how uh most pop music is in the same key and uh they they showed that there's like a uh they sh- uh, the person the video I watched demonstrated on a piano yep. and uh again I wish I knew more of what I was saying so I could be more specific but I this is just the gist I'm very <laughs> very condensed version of it but um yeah basically it showed that it was like the the way like every other note on a piano it was basically the same kind of uh chord progression but it showed that like all pop music or, mo- or most modern pop music it uses these exact like chords basically and it was show it was crazy because he demonstrated it with so many different songs it was like Katy perry um And do you you know why, do you know know why? Yeah. I was just double-checking it, because I did forget his name. Yeah. But it's all because of, uh, there's a guy in Sweden named Mm -hmm. Max Martin, Mm -hmm. okay? And if you didn't know... I've heard of him, yeah. Max Martin pretty much produces and writes everything. And I mean, he he, uh, did a lot of writing for Britney Spears. Yeah. Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Selena Gomez. I don't know. Think of think of any big artist that currently is prominent and exists. Oh, Ariana Grande. Like just Justin Bieber, probably too. Yeah. Like think of any big artist. Yeah. He has worked with them at least once. Yeah. At least, and sometimes he does multiple songs or entire albums. Yeah and he, he so he's basically the entire backbone of yeah. modern music. Right. If people if like there's someone you know like uh, as you said like you know T Swift going, "Ah, I'm feeling musically burnt out, Max Martin help me." Yeah. He can guarantee a good product every single time in terms of he can get revenue. Yeah. He, right? He get, he churns out the hits. And I know and we, we, I don't know. We've talked about music a lot, but to me it's like all this music now, I'm like, it's it to me, it doesn't really mean much to me. Yeah. I listen to it and I go, okay. Well, yeah, I'm not a big you fan had a breakup. Of, of the easy listening pop music, really. Never really been a big fan. I like being surprised. Yeah. I love being surprised in terms of, you know, like hearing a chord that kind of catches me off guard. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. Because I will say this, pop music never surprises me. Yeah. I'm never listening and going, whoa, what was that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree to an extent. There's definitely exceptions. I mean, every now and then I hear a pop song where it's catchy in a way that I'm I'm I I kind of figure it is unique in its own way. Yeah, every yeah. now and then something. You know what? Me. I will say uh, I do like Joji. That's I like my Jo-G. guilty pleasure. Yeah, I like Joji. Yeah, Joji's yeah. like Jo-G. pretty good. Yeah, if only he could sing live. He can't sing live. So yeah, I've watched him live before too. He can't sing. Yeah, that's the unfortunate reality. But <laughs> and it, <laughs> I don't know if it was that awful. Like I, I watched him kind of DJ and he was singing a bit. And the well, one... like, you know, all the songs he sings, he can't hit the notes. That's a problem because yeah. he damaged his throat so much doing Filthy Frank. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So he can't sing. Like, but he talk like this, or like I can't. Yeah, even he Yeah, ta- He talks fine. He just like uh, you know, like the song Run. Yeah, he can't sing that. Right. He can't. One hundred percent. He can't hit those notes. Yeah. So no, oh, yeah, he did damage his vocal cords. I've heard that. from the filthy frank voice it's unfortunate man but and and also that but that goes to the whole thing of the one of the reasons i don't really even really care to see live music much anymore is because it's very rare that the product represents the artist now yeah well back in the day if you heard a band like like uh, i think actually chris cornell was one of the last ones you know mm -hmm. like the 90s mid 90s when autotune was starting to come out yeah um he was legit. Yeah. And if you saw him live, you'd be like, holy shit. Well... He sounds just like the records. Yeah. You know? There's, there's definitely still artists out there that sound really great live, though, I think. Um I would say The Strokes sound great live. I've been watching their live footage. Mac- oh, recently, eh? Yeah. Mac DeMarco sounds good live, I think. Oh, yeah. Mac DeMarco, yeah. We almo- I almost went to go see him, and I tried to convince you to come, but yeah. I was too busy at the time. Yeah. Uh, that At the... uh what was it called? The one of the halls in Toronto. Yeah. Would I have forget cool. which one, but I think it was Roy Thompson or something he was showing up to. Would've been cool because I I've watched a lot of live footage and of he, his. And, and we could have gone good. to his eighteen plus show, right? And I think he actually strips naked. <laughs> <laughs> he I sings know. like his one song, you know, Still Together. Yeah. And he's like singing like the Do yeah. and while he's doing that, he's like taking his clothes yeah. off until he's butt naked. I I've heard he gets pretty crazy <laughs> at some of his shows. He's apparently a pretty, pretty wild dude. Yeah. So <laughs> No, that, that would have been fun, but I don't know. That would have been an experience, man. Yeah. I would have been uncomfortable, but yeah. I would have just embraced that moment. Yeah. I would have tried my best. You yeah. know? Yeah, you don't see that every day. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not every day you see Mac DeMarco naked on stage, yeah. belting it out. Yeah, he's just very, very vulnerable up there. And dude, there's going to be a day maybe, one day he's going to turn 35 and go, I don't I want to be naked anymore. Yeah. And that'll be the end of it. And then everybody's going to be, people. if Mac DeMarco becomes the, like, the next U2, then we people will be going up and saying, that "I I saw Mac Demarco's penis."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: how, how, I have I have a picture of Mac Demarco's penis on my phone. <laughs> how old is he now? I'm just looking. He's that probably up. got. He's probably thirty. He is thirty one now. Thirty one. Nice. Wow. Okay. Everybody gets older, buddy. Yeah, it's crazy because. It, it it's funny how different he looks too i mean i guess that's the most obvious thing you can say as people age but like when he started uh kind of making music and doing interviews his early ones he was like a skinny kid like it's just weird how different he looks now yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i guess it was. yeah he would have only been like 22 yeah when he was starting to get big yeah so hey man now he's getting older what can S- you do speaking of getting older uh Bob, you know, Bob Saget. You heard he, yeah, he died? Yeah, I, I heard about him. Do you know what's, uh, like, again... Uh, do, was there a cause of death? I didn't look into it. Mm, I don't know. They, I think it's undetermined right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. He was uh, only 65. Yeah, I know. But uh, the, the thing about that, like, I mean, obviously it's sad, but there's not much I really watched that involved Bob Saget. So that one didn't hit super hard. I didn't know him too well, but I knew his name because yeah. he is very famous. Yeah, exactly. Um I knew he was in Full House. I've never seen Full House, so <laughs> <there's, that's laughs> there you go. That's a, that's a, a start. Um, I was talking to with my my friend Toll, and he he said apparently he used to host America's Funniest Home Videos. Really? eh? Yeah. Well, dude, but, I wish I was able to watch that shit when I was a kid. Yeah. I couldn't. I I didn't have cable, but I would go to the website. Do you remember? Do you remember that website, America's Funniest Home Video website? I I never went to the website. I, I'd go on there to watch Weird Al's YouTube. Uh, sorry, Weird Al's parody videos. Wait, that was on America. Oh, you're thinking of funny junk, I think, aren't you? Maybe isn't that like I remember two things. One, the eBay song was on funny, funny oh, home videos, no. and then the white belt videos. It just oh, be like these, st- these funny white videos. Stupid videos, is what you think of, stupid videos. Oh, that is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But no, no, it was like more monotone. It was like stupid videos, yeah, yeah, okay. That's holy, it. Shit, Jamie. You yeah. just reminded me that's yeah. crazy. No, no, Amer- America's Funniest Home Videos was a TV show where it was like a host and they it was basically picture tosh but like before the internet yeah, pe- yeah people sent in home videos and then He reviewed them Gotcha Okay yeah Because I remember Yeah stupid videos There was lots of wipeout videos which Which probably stemmed from That was the popular trend At the time Yeah Which I I still love I I loved those man I still like those Yeah people going down On a slide And like smacking their head And doing like You know a couple Somersaults in the air Watching people like Fall and shit Still funny (laughs) I like it I, that never gets old. <laughs> never gets old, man. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much all America's Funny Some Videos was too. It's just mostly it was videos of people falling or the pinata where they would just hit the person in, in the balls by accident. Someone would spin them around and then you're like, oh, I can see what's going to happen here. Someone standing right next to someone with a pinata. Dude, and... I do ge- I do genuinely wonder who gets to decide where we're going next. You know? With, with... It's just so interesting how our, our taste keeps developing and yeah. we decide that... Uh, no, we don't like wipeout videos anymore. Hmm. Now we want to watch funny music videos. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's... no, no, no. Now we want weird, funny skits. It's the algorithm that decides for us now. I would, I, I would, I would probably agree with that at this point. I, yeah. I want to watch soap carving videos. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I will say that at this point, if there's like a video, I'm not sure if I'll like it. I watch it in incognito now because mm-hmm. I don't want the paper trail. Yeah. Falling back to my account So I'm getting all this stupid bullshit I don't care about That's smart Yeah, because you watch something once And then it's It the, sticks like a shit stain It's like, you like this, don't you? Yeah, you watch like one cooking video Yeah And it's like, it starts Subtly showing up in your feed In the next hour Yeah And you're yeah. like, god damn it I just watched one That's I only wanted to watch one There was Stop a Stop it uh, Yeah, it's funny too On uh, on Instagram Um, I have, a, I have an account I don't really post on it But I do check it every now and then But uh there was a there was a there was a period where I looked up a bodybuilder or something. I don't remember why I looked him up. It was uh I just was uh, there was yeah, there's a reason I just looked up the account once and I kinda like looked at some. Was post. it Rich Piana or something? I don't remember who it was. It was just some <laughs> random bodybuilder. And then all of a sudden, I was just—I think to this day, I still get recommended just random bodybuilders. Harassed building. by random gym shark athletes? Yeah, it's all these just bodybuilders in my Instagram feed now, and I'm just—and it's almost like I'm scrolling through my feed, and then it's like I'm looking at them, so then it just keeps—I like, don't know how to get rid of it. Can, <laughs> can, on Instagram, it. isn't there like a way to put something like, I'm not interested in this content? You, you or probably something? can do that, yeah. Yeah, I will say because I cause I do love uh I love working out. Mm-hmm. I think bodybuilding is cool, but yeah, I I don't give a shit. Like I, I like it for me. I don't yeah. give a shit about someone else looking good as a bodybuilder right i I don't i don't need to see that yeah thank you yeah i mean i guess some people use stuff like that for motivation too just little brief videos of someone working out or whatever i can see why i can see the appeal why some people are into it but yeah it's like it's like i never went out of my way to subscribe to all this like workout videos and stuff i'm just like yeah it's i pretty much just viewed it once and now all of a sudden it's like you, oh, you like this sort of thing. So now we're gonna send you tons of you, gym You viewed videos. one bodybuilder. Yeah, <laughs> we got you covered. We got you covered. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get jacked. Yeah, and and tattoos are another one. I just get all these posts of uh, tattoos. It's like, uh, cause I I follow a page that's bad tattoos. Yeah, um yeah. it's it's called Snake Pit and it's just like really awful tattoos that are posted on it. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty it's pretty hilarious to look at cuz some of them are just so ugly. I'm like why would someone put this on their body? But um so I I do follow that, but now I get recommended just tattoos also. And and sometimes they they intertwine then it's like People working out with tattoos. <laughs> it's like so they sometimes just call I love my new to- new tattoos from at Cool Tattoos. Yeah. While I'm doing my bodybuilding workout. You're too- and then the algorithm goes like, Yeah, this is Jamie's wet dream right now. Yeah, here. this is Jamie's like favorite things. Yeah. Working out and tattoos. <laughs> it's like Damien, you better avoid cooking videos. You're gonna be getting like tattooed oh, people doing cooking. bodybuilding diet like foods yeah. and yeah. <laughs> Like the content's just going to get more and more niche and complex. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, body modification, bodybuilders who die. That, that run cooking Instagram pages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, and then Jamie, you actually look up a fetish or two and that's when things start getting weird. Like you, you, you ask Jimmy you look at one Instagram page about feet, and <laughs> even if it's an everything accident, everything really goes down the shitter. Yeah, you click it by accident, you're like, and you're like, oh shit! It's just a next shit. thing you know, like you know these jack female bodybuilders cooking food, and With it's like, and the Camera just keeps like focusing on their feet while yeah. they're cooking. They're jacked, <laughs> tattooed feet. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. I guess, I guess the camera slipped. Yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, yeah. Even, even if it's Max up here, cameraman. Yeah. Even if I came across something like that by accident, Instagram stop. was just like, you love this. Don't stop you? looking up, stop looking at my strong, lean, tattooed feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, man. Do you know what? Okay, so I don't know what to do about Instagram because I, I I think Instagram is pretty isolated now. But yeah, on YouTube, if you're if you see content that looks risky, yeah, you want to watch it, just right click it and say open it in incognito. Yeah, just you're so you gonna have to watch that sometimes, but you know you get over it. Yeah, no, I I kind I actually have done that before, where I figure I don't want to be recommended things similar. I'm like that looks interesting, but I don't want to see tons of videos like this. Yeah, I, I've yeah. done that. I have done that before. The incognito thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what? I've been looking at. Uh, that's even like sometimes if I'm curious what someone's up to, like someone yeah. I used to watch. Yeah, but then I don't, don't. want to get their their content yeah. on my feed. I just go on like, incognito and check it out. Yeah, I do that for. Uh, I did that like. The reason I was thinking about it because I did the, like a week ago maybe for like H three because I was okay. curious what they're up to. Yeah, but then you don't want all the n- I don't new want H three no shit. I don't want their bullshit. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't really watch them now. I used to. I mean, I don't think it's all terrible, but well, oh Jamie, it's it? way worse now. Is it? I don't know. It's, it's been a while. way worse. Okay. Jamie, he's literally a drama channel now. Yeah, like his entire like gimmick now is. Just shitting on people and like getting these psychos to run shows with them. Yeah. And then they they predictably go psycho. And then he goes, wow, well, that's unfair. I have the moral high ground because you literally tried to gouge my eyes out because you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm like, so I'm the good guy here. You know? Yeah. It's just, Mm. I I don't know. don't know. He's getting those ratings. That's what it's all about. I dude it's unfortunately that is what it's all about. Yeah. Jamie, I actually will say this is if I ever become wealthy and I say, Jamie, I'm moving to LA and buying a mansion. Yeah. I want you to literally smack me in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and act and like not even that, like get me on the ground <laughs> and like beat me a little bit, you know. Right. Like deal. Whatever you gotta do, and just say like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Do not do that. Yeah. And then I'll maybe maybe I'll get shaken out of it. I'll be like, oh, oh Wait, What was I thinking? Oh, oh God. <laughs> not LA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. LA. LA seems like a just a, a whole other world. I feel like that's where you go to get completely fucked in the head. Yeah, it's where you go to just Could be guaranteed. delusional. <laughs> yeah, just completely become disconnected in every way possible. Yeah. No association with anybody. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're starting to talk about all the things that nobody in the world cares about because you're in some weird bubble yeah learn to swim learn to swim learn to swim <laughs> fuck L. ron hubbard and fuck all his clones <laughs> <laughs> yeah ah uh, yeah that's what that song's about it should do it should sink la should be sunk <laughs> yeah one great big festering neon, neon distraction. distraction. <laughs> I have a suggestion to keep you all mm-hmm. occupied. <laughs> one time, uh, uh, my friend Chris, uh, I'm not gonna say his last name. I guess I don't know if you ever met him or maybe you have. Um, it's maybe. Yeah, but anyway, it's uh, the one time he sang that at a. Uh, karaoke it was at Two Amigos, and like <laughs> nice it, casual song to yeah. sing at 11 p.m. on a you know Saturday night. Yeah, it was like a packed bar, and he just went up and sang that, and he actually like he killed it too. He was like giving it his all, and I I was I I had a couple of the 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 dad sodas so. I was feeling a little big, good, big, some big daddy drinks. Yeah, some big boy drinks in me. So I, uh, I, I remember while he was singing, I, I actually went up there and started like just kind of mosh around, like getting into it. <laughs> so it was, it, yeah, yeah, I got into it, and yeah, it was a packed bar, just watching. Wow. The, the, oh. Meanwhile, the people in the back are going, "What the hell? We just we came up for a couple beers, yeah." And there's someone like singing a Nima, like a Nima, and then this Jamie just moshing and attacking <laughs> people. Yeah, he's like. uh yeah, hey. fuck all you junkies and fuck your short memories. And he's just like up there. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a very obnoxious song to be singing in a packed bar, <laughs> I know. but it was it was good. I got into oh, it. Oh man, that's funny. I didn't expect that. This is a random anecdote to come in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> point being, man, I do really believe that you got. to I feel like at the end, you have to be like Warren Buffett. Yeah, Warren Buffett is a billionaire, but he never left his. He bought a house for. Like six hundred thousand bucks, and you know, in a decent area at the time, yeah. and he never left. Really, that's the house he's always lived in his entire life. So he's a billionaire, and he lives in a like six hundred thousand dollars. Well, house? I mean, it's inflated now. Maybe it's like because of the area, it's probably worth like, probably like like in it's probably worth like one point five million, million just because now. of the land it's on, right? Yeah. But yeah. he didn't pay that much for it, and he never left because he probably thought the same thing. He's like, dude, if I put my kids in a mansion, they're gonna be. F- Okay, actually, you know what? Oh, okay. I got a story. I got a story for everybody. Okay, keep keep with me. Keep on track. Yeah. Uh, When I was nineteen or eighteen, I was in Toronto, and I was doing work for a guy. And his dad, I I think I've already told you this, but his dad owned the the, one of the biggest pharma companies in the world. Yeah. So he was a multi-billionaire. Pfizer. Uh no no I hope not I never really asked I was 18 I didn't really give a shit yeah he just said I own like some pharma company I was like I don't give a fuck about pharma yeah <laughs> I'm an eight year old kid I, I don't care about whatever pharma. can can I buy some stocks please? yeah ex- right yeah I didn't I couldn't care less but yeah so his what he did is okay so this guy's a multi billionaire right and you know what he does he has three kids he gives all of them uh a, a modest allowance of one million dollars per year yeah. So, his kids just every year he just gives them a one million dollar stipend and he just lets them run around and do whatever they want. Wow. And Drew, it's hilarious. And the, the most mind blowing thing to me is I would work for this guy and he was so socially awkward. Yeah. That uh, even at 18, it was palpable. Yeah. I was going, wow. And he was 40. When you're at your most socially awkward, I know. And I'm looking at this 40 year old man going, man, uh, you just, you're not there. Yeah, very you, There's something off about you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, what I was doing for him is, I was doing like, and it was, and even my premise for being there was strange. I was doing, I did some work for him, and he literally said, I have this like lakeside property, and I want to convince the neighbors that someone lives there. So, he had me go there and just like put up Halloween decorations and stuff. And then I gave out candy to kids. And I just stayed the night in this random lake, nice lakeside what the house. hell? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, I took. And then there's it, barely anybody came. Yeah. Because they're, you know, like they're like the the bigger space between the houses, the less people want to walk between them to get the candy, right? Yeah. Did so, you did you give out full size chocolate bars? Uh, no, but I gave out quite a bit because okay. there I had lots. So like, but, this this is a rich guy. He better be giving out the good candy. I know, right? So I took all of it. Yeah. And then there's tons left. So I literally filled my backpack full of chocolate. <laughs> I left, and the guy gave me like $300. Wow. Just to like, I, and I did like probably at a combined total of like four hours of work. Wow. It was very strange. But very you, strange. You stayed the night there, though? Yeah, I stayed the night. But I mean, it so, wasn't that hard. There's like an 80 so, inch flat screen TV. So you're paid to just chill somewhere for that. Yeah. And I, it was, it was like I had a king size bed with an 80 wow. inch TV. It was a pretty nice gig. Uh, I had a good time. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad at all. <laughs> uh, I in fact I would give out candy just to stay there for the day. <laughs> just to be able to stay there on my day. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'd be good. No, it was great. But you know, it's it's sad though, because I do feel that wealth in his dad being so carefree about giving his kids money for no work. Right. You can tell that he was very disconnected from reality, Hmm. and it didn't it did him no favors. And at this point, it was too late. There was no one doing that, and so I do view, uh, not, I do view having those like that appreciation of money, as having no value. Yeah, like it's it's like a priceless thing to have. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't want to be born to like a billionaire dude who's just like, use a million dollars, go run around. Yeah. Do nothing because it doesn't matter. You're going to keep getting a million dollars anyway. Yeah. It's like, cool. Thanks for sapping all the purpose for my life and turning me to like this awkward pterodactyl walking around. Uh, It's like, hey. Uh, Everyone else talking about like their, their struggles in life, and you're just like, uh Building up an emergency fund, and I'm like, I bought a cool car and I I didn't really like it. So I I bought another so one. I, just, I saw I bought another one. I heard that didn't even sell it. I just bought another one. The other one's just sitting around now. I was dating this girl for a while and then gave she, it t- she said I didn't have a personality and broke up with me. Yeah. And she took a bunch of my money. <laughs> so, I, so I gave her ten thousand dollars to to just stay with me an extra month. And then yeah. I started getting too expensive. <laughs> yeah, to stay with me an extra month. She, oh. she already had two Gucci purses. She said she didn't need three. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Well, side note: Does uh, this guy you were talking about, like, what if he just somehow came across this? <laughs> I mean, it, it wouldn't happen. Listen to this, dude. As I said, the the guy's just disconnected. They're, like he he's not listening to anything. No, he's busy running around spending tons of money. Yeah. <laughs> how did How did you know this guy? I kind of uh, just some weird connection. I knew a guy who knew the guy. Okay. And he said, "You want to work for this random guy? Okay. Who's just like his dad's super rich, and he now and this guy just yeah weird. But dude, I'm telling you, it's sad. It's 100 percent sad. So I'm like, dude, if I ever had money, if I ever became wealthy, the the number one objective is to not fuck up my kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's like priority number one. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I feel like any like child." who was raised by especially I guess fame too is another one that's very uh can can easily fuck up someone's personality. Like kids who are kind of raised in the spotlight too. I mean, it was so intriguing watching uh uh like when we were growing up it was so weird watching Jaden and Willow grow up. Yeah. Because I would you would hear about them all the time and it would just be the craziest shit. Yeah. You know? Making weird Remember like those weird music videos we'd watch with like Willow and Yeah. which she was thirteen or something like I whip my hair back. Yeah, I whip my hair back and forth. It was just weird. It was just so weird. Now you kind of do view it though that man, if I was thirteen and my dad was that famous and just said go wild. Yeah. I'd be fucked up. I'm sure I'd be weird too. Yeah. I one hundred percent would have a lot of strange ideas because I don't have to think about anything else. You're not worried about anything. I don't have to worry about money. I don't have to worry about safety. Yeah. (laughs) Well Safety to an extent, I guess, because they they probably have more risk I'm for... talking I'm talking like you know, they go home to their ten million dollar mansion Very... with security like yeah. you know gated area, yeah, like what else, like are what are you really thinking about? When we were thirteen, there's a lot to think about, you know, yeah. we were running around biking with people occasionally, you know, someone didn't like us, you yeah. know, or we'd do a prank that went a little too far and we'd be scared that we were gonna get our ass kicked, yeah, you know, yeah, we had we were thinking about repercussions, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> Um, actually, weird weird fact uh, Ray Romano um, the, I don't know if you've ever seen this Again, I know you, you grew up without TV But uh, the show Everybody Loves Raymond You've, you've at least heard of it, right? Y- yes. Yeah. I, I've seen... I've also Debra! seen... Debra! <laughs> Debra! Okay, I've actually seen the parody of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, uh-huh, really? I've seen some... I've heard someone say that before. I don't remember okay. where why, okay? Yeah. But uh-huh. I've never watched the show. Uh-huh, okay. I'm assuming you've watched the show? Oh, I've seen every episode of that really? show. Really? Just because my, uh, Holy. my parents used to watch it all the time. So again, it was just one of those things that was just on at my house all the time. So, wow! Yeah, you're, pro- you're just instilled with that knowledge. I nah? just yeah, I just I, invaluable. If if it's on and I just kind of like, if I were to just randomly turn it on, I would be like, oh, it's this episode. Like I've seen it. Do so you many what my times. parents did. We only bought DVDs and VHS tapes. Yeah, so they would go. uh so if they liked the show. They'd they'd say like my so my parents really liked uh, my mom really liked Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. So she'd be like, guys, I bought the season six box set of Little House on the Prairie. Oh wow. And we'd be like, wow. We go downstairs and she put it in the DVD player and we watch the movies. Yeah. Go that's like, wow. That's another one I think I've seen every episode too. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I know your mom's a huge fangirl. Yeah. So I think she owns all the DVDs too. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, like uh, uh, you know what I will say. Underrated show. It is good. Yeah. Underrated. It is, yeah. Pretty, pretty good. I mean, I haven't watched in like a decade, but it, I remember watching it and thinking, it this holds, is legitimately quite good. It holds up. Yeah. Definitely like it, it it's convincing. It, it's very convincing. You feel of like the you're era. there. You yeah. feel like it yep. actually is like Western, like old times, you know? There was a full effort put into that project. 100%. Yeah. 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 Fully agree. Um, but yeah. So what I was saying about, uh, everybody loves Raymond. Um, he has kids on the show uh, There's like uh, He has like twins on the show And then a daughter But he has twins in real life apparently So I remember I always thought Because uh, I, I, I think my grandma was a big fan of the show too I asked her I was like I was Because like, she mentioned he has twins in real life I was like Oh are those his twins And she was like no So apparently uh, the reason he didn't uh, want His kids on the show was purely because he just felt he didn't want his kids to kind of grow up in front of a camera so, yeah, well, having no choice—that's the—that's the number one problem—is yeah. having no choice. Like your life is predetermined. Yeah, you know. So he just—he just took kids whose parents were willing to exploit them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then he went nearby, and they were like, uh, "Do you want to exploit your twins?" And they went, "Absolutely!" Yeah, I'll give you money. That's why we live here. we were trying to sh- shill off our good-looking babies. Yeah, <laughs> hoping somebody would, for, for the love of God, would <laughs> take them in. Exactly. Make us some money. Yeah. So yeah, so apparently he has kids that they never really were in the spotlight. So. Dude, did you ever watch? He, he just wanted them to have privacy, I guess. So did yeah. you ever watch those? Uh, I actually you probably didn't. Mike, I only know I only did because of my 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 mom and my sisters. But the uh, it, it was those kid pageants. Oh yeah, those people were sociopaths. Yeah. They were so obsessed. Yeah, those those kind of like, creep with me out. Making like capitalizing on their children yeah. and exploiting them. Yeah, that, that creeps me it out. It was honestly. very disturbing. Very yeah. disturbing. Yeah, and you can just tell that the kids are just along for the ride. Yeah, and you can And there's no way to really tell if they were actually passionate about it or it's just their parents pressuring well, them to go do that. I mean, it's one of those things that I don't. I don't really know. Like, obviously, I know like kids. I I'm sure kids enjoy it to an extent the same way like when parents sign kids up for anything like a sport or dance or something like I feel like the kid probably enjoys it to an extent but I, I still feel that at least for like beauty pageants for kids I still there's just something creepy about it I think um I don't know yeah which kid is the best looking yeah you know it's yeah yeah Yeah, i I don't don't know know, man but like again i'm sure there's kids who enjoy it but it's still i don't know it's again a kid if you enroll a kid in anything some of them are obviously going to enjoy it it's just something to do obviously but yeah i don't know but dude it's it's really hard to tell if these shows really represent reality because what they do now is they just find the most messed up very obviously dysfunctional people possible yeah, and say, do you want to go on camera? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the answer is always yes because they're dysfunctional, messed up people. Yeah, they're like they they find some like well, who who was that guy on the dating show that like uh, that bigger dude? He was on that dating show. Everybody was watching and talking about him on The Bachelor or something. Yeah, do you remember who I'm talking about? No, well, it well, was like I mean, a year there's... or two ago. Uh, I forget his name. He was like a he was a meme for a long time. Yeah, I. I but I anyway. Know. It's like they you could tell they put him on the show, The Bachelor, because he was just an idiot. Yeah. And they're like, let's just like put this... They, they view it as like, you know, it's gold. Like, we just found a gold mine in this moron. Let's let's just abuse him and make everybody laugh at him on camera. Yeah. And they're just like... You know, you can tell they're licking their lips. They're just going like... <laughs> like, while they're <laughs> yeah. filming them, they're just like, oh my God, we're going to make so much money. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's uh, people love a good train wreck, so and he and he's like he's then he like you know the camera rolls he goes off and he walks up to the producer and he says a bunch of crazy shit and the producer says yeah absolutely man absolutely <laughs> get back out there yeah oh <laughs> well do whatever you want you want a ferrari <laughs> you want to crash it somewhere <laughs> that actually reminds me you know you know a really great show like that uh, rock of love Never heard of it No Who, Is it I, good? Is it actually good? <laughs> well like it's good in a bad way Like it's not Like it's, it's really Oh it's, it's the same thing You know feeding, feeding off the, the misery Of yeah, someone well, else it's, or what? It's literally The Bachelor It's basically a type of show like that With Brett Michaels That's it I, it's It came out Two first names huh? It came out in 2007 Yeah he's the guy from I believe White's Break no brett michaels explain brett michaels basically uh it's this guy who was in a band i think it was r- white one second i just want to know for sure We'll do a quick investigation yeah wait what was brett michaels in he was in poison so like the 80s hair metal band poison <laughs> and this came out this came out amazing to, this came out in 2007 and it's basically The Bachelor th- with, like, him as the star. And he's apparently super desirable and everyone wants him. And it's just, like, the whole show is just ridiculous. He's just going, like, speed dating all these different women. But it's just hilarious. Just this and, random... And like, that was washed- 2007, so the guy's, like, 50 years old. Yeah, just some, like, washed-up, like, old rock he's star. He's already partied out. <laughs> yeah. should You should have been, like, at least married and divorced once or twice at this point. Oh, he definitely had been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a fresh young bachelor looking for a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of the hit band Poison? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like super washed up even by that point. Oh, yeah, because even right now, so I just looked him up. He's 58 right now. So in 2007, he would have been like... Okay, like, you know what? He was pretty 40. young. He well, would have been... 40. Dude, if he was in an 80s hair metal band, he must have been 20 at the time. He was like 20 when 20 years old when it started, yeah. So he was about super 40. Young. He was about 40 then when... Uh, no, like, f- probably 44. 44. Wait, yeah, how does math work? Yeah, he was 44 years old. In 2007, he would have been 44? Yeah, 44, 43, 44. Yeah, that was 13 years ago. It depends on what his birthday is, so. Right. Jamie, yeah, but... I've already done the math. Right, yeah. Okay. Just, just accept it. I Yeah, I I, I figured it out. <laughs> um But yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, that's, he, he would have been, I don't know, just, again, not relevant at all, so it's, like, very random premise for a show, but... Um, and then they did another one too. I again, I didn't watch like every episode of this, but I remember I was with someone and they they're like, "Have you ever heard of this?" And I was like, "No." So oh, Jamie, we watched like a good like three episodes. <laughs> okay, Jamie, do, do you know what you should ask your young younger sister next. What have you have you ever heard of Jersey Shore? Mm. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. <laughs> you want to da- you want to feel dated again, Jamie? I wonder if, if she, she knows. knows- I feel like there's no way she knows what Jersey Shore was, even if it was extremely famous when we were kids. Yeah, it's super popular, but again, who's like rewatching it, especially in her age group? Yeah, I guarantee you. Like, I'm actually curious now, like what you would say about Jersey Shore. Well, I'll ask her and I'll I'll update. Yeah, get back to me when you remember, or yeah. even remember to do it at all. So I'll, I'll remember. I'll remember. Maybe even if it's like six months from now, in the middle of the summer, you'll say, by the way, Austin. I finally remember. I'll, I'll try and have it ready for the next podcast. Oh, yeah. you cook it up, huh? Yeah. Get on the press. Yeah. All right, Jamie, we're out of time. How do you feel? I feel cold. I'm very cold too. Cold. I'm al- ready. i to. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jamie. It's all right. If I, I wish I could be that to you, Jamie. It's it's all right. It's all right. I wish I could be your source of comfort. Oh, it, it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. Who are you talking to, Jamie? You. Whoever or the audience. Whoever needs it. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, Jimmy Alright Thanks for listening, folks Alright, yeah Thanks for listening, everyone Bye